to the count the silent count. <laughs> so I have an imaginary friend named Oscar that I ask him every time I'm whacking off. I'm like, is this bad? And he's like, it's totally bad. And I'm like, no, it's not. Is it a puppet? No. Well, isn't that what, 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 what's the guy's name that he fucking talks to? Uh, That's it, all he's always arguing with? Like, fucking the devil, dude? Yeah, yeah. The guy that takes him to hell. Yeah. I, dude. I can't even remember his name. I, Jeremiah is one of those listen, stupid names. I watched this movie. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I... I tried well, when you first picked this out i did not pick no, it. That's uh, what I phil my brother it. phil yeah. shout out yeah. to my brother phil yeah. we're doing that I, and I, I was I, like yeah this is a film movie i knew it was a film movie too because like he likes the the more like subtle like it was like they had times where it's like the camera spinning or they switch the camera where they're it's like in, an, in a water cave or something which is okay but like my big problem with this movie is that like he like one the vi- like usually Virgil ser- Virgil's the guy's name that's right oh yeah yeah that's yeah. right usually serial killers follow a level like they're like I just strangle people or I do a certain knot or I and him he's like I ran over with a car I fucking stabbed I killed this him person. on my hunting yeah. trip the kids that, that part of the movie freaked me out when he's on the hunting trip with the two Dude. with the two kids and then he like cuts the chicks head off I'm like what the it's fuck a, yeah Dude. it's another thing it was like it was violent for the the sake of like him just saying like oh i'm a killer and this is the stuff that well, it's, I it's do. the art of it and that's why i told you upstairs before we started this so yeah the house that jack built starting uh starring matt, uh, matt dillon um he's basically he he's uh like a failed architect and then like serial killing becomes like his art form and then doesn't seem failed to me he bought like a freezer fucking yeah. warehouse well, he's I got like <laughs> yeah, but even that like so apparently, like again, like I, I, I knew there was something, especially because with the, with the red robe and that whole thing, I'm like something's yeah. weird. So apparently, this is a loosely based off of Dante's Inferno, like the layers of hell. Oh my god! And all this other stuff, and that's why like Virgil is basically taking him through all the levels of like all his kills and stuff, and that like how he's like, yeah, how he's descended, and then eventually he does end up in hell, like type of a thing. But apparently, they were saying the director of this movie, and I don't have the guy's name up right now, but apparently they were saying too that. He does this a lot with his movies where, like, his movies become, like, this big, like, it's a big message that he's trying to send. Right. So they were saying, like, this movie was basically him as a director, like, trying to say, like, a fuck you to his critics and be right. like, you don't understand the art of what I am. So it's like he's supposed to be the serial killer that's an artist and the victims don't understand the art of his serial killing. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. So what was happening is uh, last night, uh, like I was saying, it took, it was a struggle to get through this movie for me. Like I watched it multiple, multiple times. Like I had to shut it off and get back into it. And it wasn't because, uh, it wasn't because of, I didn't have the time. I literally got so disinterested at certain parts of this movie that I was shutting it off. Yeah, it, it, I had a hard time too. Um, mainly because yeah, like this chick who's just yeah, like, she's like you're you're serial killer, and then he just like and then it's no, just you like, wouldn't hurt anybody. Like the way like right away, she's just like you look so harmless. Yeah, she, it's like, yeah, she instantly like at one part they're like going back and forth, and she's driving them to like the mechanic shop, yeah. and then she's like you wouldn't hurt anyone because you're a faggot, like yeah. out of nowhere or something like that. Yeah, and I'm well, like, it's Uma like, Thurman, bro. Yeah. She's all like Kill Bill. I got a fucking sword. I ain't afraid. Like, but um, and yeah, uh, it, and it, that's it, what I'm saying. Like that. That is, like, when I was doing a bunch of research after the fact. Right. Like, that was what they were saying. Like, that's the director basically saying, like, this is, like, his way of, uh, like, maybe recreating, like, an interaction or some stupid thing that he had, like, with one of his critics. And hang on. Let me get the guy's name real quick before we... Lars Van something? Uh, Lars Von Trier. Lars Von Trier. So, 
basically like yeah you know it's like basically he's trying to help this woman on the side of the road who has a flat tire and you know he's got this bright red van that he drives around in and he basically confesses to her that he's a serial killer and she yeah. kind of thinks like he's joking like oh you you're so harmless you're so non-threatening like basically in a weird way like emasculating him yeah. and then he goes like violently like fucking kills yeah. her with that the, happen the that happens that, that happens uh later on in the movie too the one girl uh yeah tells him that uh she's like i don't know the difference between an architect and an engineer or something like that yeah. and he's like oh now's the time to scream like yeah. dude and most screaming i know all that multiple yeah. times though i've rolled my eyes at this movie just because like i like there's certain movies that are really good that have like that serial killer element to it and i'm like on the edge of my seat and i'm like oh man how's this and like this movie i was just like I was saying it was like, oh, it sounds like at first he's talking to a psychiatrist in a prison and he's discussing his kills because that's what they do Virgil. with serial killers. Yeah, it's and Virgil then who's he is in the middle of it though. I'm like, I'm like, that's I was like, he's not arrested. I was like, this is gonna be some guy either he's gonna have a victim tied to a chair and he's like, I just yeah. needed to talk to somebody or something like that. And then I find out it's like I'm like, oh, he's doing like a devil twist thing. Like Yeah, I, I kind of picked up on that pretty quickly that I'm like, this is him. It's gonna be a multiple personalities thing. Right. Or it's like, yeah, that's like, you know, and again, the way I, I kind of saw this right away with, you know, the the red vein and then the red, like, robe and, like, all that other stuff. Like, I was, like, a lot of this. Oh, the imagery. The imagery. And that's why I'm, like, oh, a lot of this is very symbolic because, like, how he can't get the freezer open. Yeah. And I'm, like, that, wait. Like, you know what I mean? Like. And then when he wants to use that. Hold on. We, we never did this either. <laughs> oh, hit it. Uh. And real quick before it uh, before it um, escapes from my mind, so like one thing about this opening here, where he's in the red van with Uma Thurman, and she's basically he's saying like, oh well, if I was a serial killer, the easiest thing for me to do would just be like you know blah 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 before he attacks her and kills her. There's a I never saw it, but apparently there's a deleted scene or it's like an after the credit scene from the Zodiac. Okay. Where. I don't know if you're familiar with the Zodiac, how, like, they never caught him, yeah. and there was, like, a lot of, uh, like, speculation of, like, and this happens all the time, unfortunately, and this is kind of, like, for me, for somebody that really likes true crime stuff, like, I get a little annoyed by the reality of people. Like, so many people, after the fact, were like, yeah, I was totally attacked by the Zodiac when they weren't. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then they're, they like, their you little said, fame. Like, yeah, and like you said, like, somebody who is, like, an expert on this, like, one of the FBI profilers, they would say, like, oh, well... He wouldn't have tried to strangle you. That wasn't part of, like, what he did. He liked to shoot or stab. And then, like, yeah. you know, like, so probably with somebody else. There was a scene of a story that they thought maybe could have been, like, his last uh, attack or his last attempt to kill somebody before he disappeared. Apparently, this woman's car, uh, she was driving. Right. And his car behind her kept, like, honking and flashing the lights at her. So eventually, like, an idiot, she pulls over, and this dude just comes running up to her, and he goes, yo, your fucking tire's going to fall off your car. Like, it's wobbling really bad. So she's like, uh, and, you know, it's a woman, so she's yeah. in, like, the 70s or whatever. And she's like, huh, what? And he's like, I can fix it for you. So apparently he's tinkering with her tire, and he goes, you're all good. And then, like, 10 feet into her drive, her tire falls off. And then he's like oh, man, like, yeah, something must be broke. Like, I'll tell you what, like, get in my car. I'll give you a drive to, like, the nearest whatever. Kind of similar to this scene. Right. And apparently she had a baby with her. 
So she grabs her baby and goes in the car, and the guy's like, oh, I didn't know you had a kid with you. And she's like, is that a problem? He's like, no, get on in or something like that. And apparently they're driving down the road or something just out of nowhere, like in the stark quiet, the dude goes, I just want to let you know, before I kill you, I'm going to throw your baby out the window. <laughs> and that's the scene in the movie. And it's, uh, dude, yeah. it's so creepy. But like, apparently this woman like, fucking like got out of the car somehow and like took off like running into a cornfield and they think that was like the last quote unquote like sighting or whatever see my problem was is that certain parts of this movie he's like yeah uh and he goes that's off the imagery that's what I'm yeah talking about. well he goes off on these tangents he's like well there's two birds and naturally the one bird is a crow and the other one's just a, a, a blackbird and the the crow will pick apart the blackbird it's symbolism as the shadows of the sun hit the bird in the face and i'm just like this i'm like shut the fuck up dude just shut up it's a little rambly i did i did a little bit of this i did kind of dig because um one part of architecture that i do kind of dig especially is the arches thing that's how that's why they do arches like that they did them in all the the empires is that how it it distributes weight yep and stuff like that so i thought that was kind of cool aqueducts and yes yes like a lot of that stuff i thought was actually kind of cool but yeah i knew something was up with this the way it was like yeah see like um the little smile with the blood on his face. They're like, that's a good poster. Yeah. He, and, and the other part I hated is when he was talking. What was the uh, Virgil? Virgil. When he's talking with Virgil, but it's Virgil. When he's yeah. talking with Virgil and everything, he's almost like, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm killing people. And he's like, oh, you're so damn cool. Like, it was just like over and over again. And he, one thing, I'm sorry, I don't mean to judge. One, the, you're going to look at me like I'm an idiot. The biggest thing that kind of pissed me off about this thing right. is, you know, like, yeah, he's an architect. Which plays into he has OCD, right? But he's super sloppy at everything that he does yep. with the kills. Yeah, and that's the one thing I'm like, somebody with OCD would not do that. They'd be very meticulous. It'd be very thought out and planned. Because like, if you ever know people that are like clinical, like OCD, like yeah. when something doesn't happen, we were talking about it with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, like the one some, scene from Scrubs. Yeah, but apparently, like when things don't happen according to plan, like they right. have to do it anyway. Right. Like there's a, a great story I heard once of this guy. He was like um, hosting like a dinner party and he was like, oh, uh, I'm making dinner for everybody. It was like just for two people. But he thought he was going to cook like a whole fucking Thanksgiving turkey and like five bags of carrots. And they're like, well, that's not that's way too much for two people. And it's like the OCD is like, but I know I have to I'll just cook it anyway, even though they know. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they had that nervous tick about them where it's like things have to go. Like, according to plan. And that, that was the other thing, too, is, like, at one part, like, I was like, oh, all the bodies are still there, too. Yeah. And then, like, they, and then it's, like, it's almost like the creepy part. He's like, oh, I needed to make this boy have a smile or something. Oh, the face. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, <laughs> and it, I don't know. It just seemed like. this fucking it, door open for whatever reason. It, it's, like, frozen shut. I can tell that the director went certain ways because he's like, oh, this would be cool. Or I wrote it, and then he was just wasn't listening to anybody. And it's like, the kills, like we were talking about with serial killers, is, like, they have a type of person most of the time. Like, John Wayne Gacy uh, liked, like, underage boys. Right, because he wanted to fuck them. And, <laughs> yeah, well, and fucking uh, Ted Bundy liked, like, college girls. And each one had a different type but him he just picks at random and he doesn't have like uh, right. a certain way to kill him like um, a lot of people like to either you know son of sam like to shoot them right uh, yeah they all have a method they have a target and he had no method and, and and like the only other person that was known to not have a method of killing people was richard ramirez the night stalker yeah he did different kinds well, of things and spoiler alert he's basically trying to build a quote unquote i guess like 
dollhouse, I guess, whatever you want to call it, like out of the body. So maybe he he specifically targeted people that he thought was he even trying fit. to build. It? Like, because I well, felt like because that he came... never. That's what Virgil keeps telling him is that he's like, you never built the house that you wanted. So it's like he's collecting yeah, all these. Bodies, I feel like so it came put... out of left field. So, Right, but maybe that's what the the subconscious part of it is, is that he doesn't need a particular... He doesn't have a particular type, but maybe he's looking for someone to be like, oh, this person would make a good fucking ridge beam. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a nice door right here. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, that, maybe, it, I, I don't know. Like, It felt like it just came out of like left field, the house. It's like, oh, it's another thing that they threw in to be creepy. Like, dude, when I say, like, I, I know I sound like terrible. I'm hating on this. I fucking hated this movie. Yeah, like, it, it was It was like, when, when I was like, all right, yeah, Matt, like I like Matt Dillon. I was like, all right, let me see how this goes. I was getting into it because because again, I like him, and I feel like low key he does a lot of those bangers that Bruce like, Campbell and shit. Yeah, like looks yeah, like. no, like not even that, but it's like along came or something about Mary. Like he yeah. just has like those those like little roles. And what's the movie he did with Liv Tyler, where she's like the super hot skank that's just completely manipulating his life. No, I don't and remember. then she makes like uh, John Goodman fall in love with her, <laughs> and like all this other stuff. But like, and then he did um, Wild Things. Or what is it? Wild, wild things? Or yeah, wild yeah. things. Like yeah. I feel like he low key always does like really cool like listen not blockbuster stuff. This isn't but... an attack. This is not an attack on Matt Dillon. I liked Matt Dillon, and I liked. I felt like he did a good job in the movie. She's but the I, widow, right? Yeah, I still hated it. Like I like him, and I I didn't. His acting wasn't terrible in it. It was the writing that I had a problem with. Yeah. Like they they set the lines up. He has to say the lines that they wrote. So he followed all all the T's and this isn't it. like Matt Dillon. I would say if I could give him a rating in the movie, it would still be like an eight out of 10. I liked him in it, but I did not like the movie at all. Like it, it felt like, it felt like it was like one of those movies that your brother wrote and then, uh, decided he couldn't do certain things and then change certain things up because of like budgetary reasons or something of that sort. It was like, Oh, I can't physically do this. And they went to different areas and it's like, you get kind of lost. Like, it, it it's it's broken down to like where he's like oh my first incident was hitting Uma Thurman in the face with this this one I'm like strangler and then she gets her down on the ground and he's like oh stabbed you in the chest and then I was telling Nick too I was like as we're watching the movie I was like you know after the movie was done they're like oh call up Matt Dillon get the red van and we'll get cue cards and then he'll just go like this and start throwing the cue cards like I felt like that yeah, was like yeah. an, I was like come on dude <laughs> yeah yeah and then like um. Yeah, so her too. So I can never say her first name, but it's uh She's in a lot of different movies. Savalian Fallon Hogan, she plays Claire Miller, Lady Number Two, the widow that he kills. Every she's like one of those people I feel so bad for her because I feel like when you do a certain role, yeah. like it's almost she's like an idiot in every single movie. Yeah, it's yeah. like the screech factor that yeah. like when you do something every time I see her face, I just go, He was in an egg or suit. And he wanted sugar <laughs> water. Like every time I see her face, I'm just waiting for her to be like, Oh yeah, say Men sugar, in Black, yeah. Say sugar water right now. <laughs> yeah, she's in other one dude, they do talk typecast her a lot so like she's like that same like that uh doe-eyed like uh wife or like yeah. widow yeah and she's uh, a negotiator yeah yeah same person she's like don't release me because i'm just a woman i hate that crap <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he's like fooling her because he tells her at first he tells her that he's a cop and then she's so dumb and then he's like well i'm an insurance agent i can get you extra money and she's like oh well come on in and like well, you got to remember, too, one thing I had trouble with is, like, this is supposed to be, like, the 70s or the 80s. So she may have just been, like, uh, like you know, because, again, she's a widow. So maybe right. it was just the fact that, like, yeah, she was just, like, a wife and mother or whatever that, like, her husband took care of everything. And now that he's gone, she she doesn't know 
about any of this bullshit. She just knows, hey, there's a nice man that's trying to help me. You know? Yeah, but he, like, literally, like, if someone comes to my door... Back in the day, it was like that. I know, but if someone tells me they're a cop, and then out of nowhere says, I'm an insurance agent, I'd be like, okay, you're a fucking liar. Get off my front door. You know what? I guess that's just a man of me. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you don't have... Like, after you lie like that, like, I caught you in it, and then you're like, well, I'm an insurance agent, and I'm trying to get you extra money. I'd be like, I'm fine. Get the fuck out. I'll get my own money. Yeah. I'm like that too. I love the fucking places that call you and they're like, I'm looking for so and And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, is this him? I'm like, you're a voice on the phone. I'm not telling you shit. Dude. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So I, I don't know, dude. Like, at certain parts, I'm like, okay, yeah. And I, like, I literally fell asleep near the end of the movie and then woke up and, I, like, I saw him go down the pit of hell. Like, and the bodies, they're like, is this creepy? Is this creepy? Right. And enough? again, there's, like, the bridge that collapsed and it's, like, burning bridges. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like a lot of it was really, like, yeah, and then he just he strangles her straight up. So yeah, so the first the first yeah, I like it's like you are right. It's so sloppy. He like goes to strangle her, like trips, like hits her neck, and she's like, oh fuck! Like it's too impulsive, and yeah. it's not. That's not somebody. Hey, like you said, that's but, not really. I mean, sometimes I guess some serial killers they do are that stuff, but they're they're a lot of them, especially if they're OCD oriented. They like you said, they have a method, they have a type, they prowl for a while. Like it's not just random where he's like, yeah. I'm gonna lie my way into the house, and then once I get in there, I'm gonna strangle. And like, they go and they go hard with the uh, confirmed count with like serial killers. So like, dude, there's no way you killed 60 people and well, you're yeah, not on a radar. Yeah. Like he's like, you want to be 61? And like most killers, uh, serial killers that have those kind of issues and stuff like that, like they're like it's the the confirmed kill count is a lot less. Yeah. Well, that was uh, what's his face? Um, Henry Lucas said that said that he traveled america and he killed over like a thousand people that was like the truck killer right the no he has he claimed that the reason why he got away for as long as he did hookers and shit because he never killed somebody the same twice so Mm. if he had like a 357 and he shot you in the head he would never use a 357 again so if he wanted to shoot somebody he would use a shotgun and then he would use a bow and arrow so that way they could never link all of his murders together and i'm like yeah but then yeah, you know, who's to say you're fucking being honest about any of it, dude? It's like yeah. a lot of them inflate their numbers. Well, because like they they want to be the top one. They're like, oh yeah, it's like two million people. <laughs> yeah. It's me, Hitler. I killed yeah. two million. You cannot beat me. Yeah, I like how she's like struggling on the ground. It's like you killed her, and then they're like trying to show like, oh look, he's he's caring though. He's gonna give her some some water before she dies. Like, come on. Unnecessary, dude. weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just... not neat. It's like, it's like I don't know what they're trying to convey here, trying to put out, like, oh, he has such bad OCD or something, or, like, he's a caring serial killer. Like, I don't know. Like, it, at this point, he's already, the mask has already been unveiled. He doesn't have to do anything. He just fucking gets right, right yeah, back. A reverse strangler with his thumbs. With like, his thumbs. you know how hard it is? Like, uh, you know, <laughs> like, you know how hard it is to, like, kill someone by strangulation? I don't think it's that hard. Uh, it's it's a like lot. a rear naked choke. Not a not a rear naked. Uh, like on oh the no, front. the other way. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. yeah it's very like, yeah. like the old like the Jason slash like uh, Michael Myers grab on the neck, and you're just like looking at them. Yeah. I told Nick was like, why didn't she like try to put his her thumbs in his eyes or something like just fight at all? Not tied up. Like the only girl I could see that couldn't do anything was the like dumb bimbo bitch that just like let him tie her up. Yeah. And. and and the other thing, she goes to a cop like that. That yeah, one, yeah, the cop's like all, he's, he's like, all drunk and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get your drunk buddy out of here. Like cops, any cop, when you bring uh, a legitimate like, hey, he's like doing this, then they instantly would do something. They wouldn't be like, get your drunk friend out of here. 
you know? And then here's another thing to go further down that he was positively ID'd by a police officer and then still went in and killed that girl. They're like, Oh yeah. That girl winded up missing. He's like, Oh yeah. I saw her that night with so-and-so I'm a cop that can remember. Let's get a sketch artist in there. And it's like, once that cop was there, I feel like the serial killer wouldn't have killed. Like he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have did. Who it. knows, man? I mean, a lot of them. That there's an arrogance that comes with that because it's like if you this, if you read the whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing too, it was like that kid got he was out fucking of it. crazy. That kid got out of his apartment and oh, yeah, literally, like, the, the cops, neighbors yeah. and the cops were there and said they, it was his gay lover. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like weirder shit happens like that. It's the same way with um, who are those two guys? The the North Hollywood shootout guys that were robbing all the banks and they had like the fucking AKs and shit. And they were right. like in full armor. It was the same thing. Like six months before they started hitting all those banks, they were arrested. All their guns and stuff were confiscated. And the judge released them and gave them back all their weapons and stuff. So it's like, you know, crazy. And that was in like 91, 92. So it's like crazier stuff happened. That's the one like, with the police shootout in the streets, right? Yeah, they yeah. only had handguns. And they couldn't, yeah. you know what I mean? The guys had like armor-piercing rounds. So they were just like, blah. Bop, bop, they were and called, the cops were They were called there. something. They were called, they had like a stupid like wrestling tag team name. They were called like the High Incident Bandits or something like that. <laughs> and that's what it was. They would just walk into a bank with it and just start like just spraying and praying like everywhere. And then they would steal all the money. And then I don't, they I don't had get that to big shootout. You have to kill anyone to. I don't banks. think they killed anybody. Oh, they just dosted it. And that was the thing. Even that whole shootout, like a lot of people got wounded, but all, they were the only two guys that got killed. All the cops lived. Yeah, because even they, the one guy got, was like mortally they got injured. Wounded. They got injured and shit, but they didn't die. Yeah, the one yeah, right guy, here. Here's the thing. OCD. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, th- this this was the one part that I did like though. The cleaning the I gotta go back and clean when he up. goes in and checks the rug. He's like, oh, there was blood underneath the rug, and then he goes in and there's blood underneath the lamp, and then he goes in and it's empty. And then even while the cops are there, the cops are like, you can't be in here. It's an active crime scene. He like fucking checks behind the painting and everything. I think that's the one part that I thought was like the best part. Like, where he's just, like, he has to go back in and he's cleaning. Like, like was, that would be, yeah, that would have been more of, like, if they did a little bit more of this through the movie. Yeah. Like, you know. Like, if they showed him did cleaning out his van. Like, don't get me wrong, but, like, I agree with you. I think that that was a nice where He's like, shit, I got to keep going. Because that's the OCD. Yeah. Like, I got to keep clean, clean, that, clean, clean. That clean, made clean, me clean. think, like, oh, he has obsessive compulsive disorder. But it was only, like, those two two incidents where he's cleaning out his van and this and then everything yeah. else. I is think like, the next one is the hunting trip with his girlfriend, right? Yeah, that and, one's and so stupid, too. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, and uh, my fa- I did like that when he hooks <laughs> the body up. And, like, why did he have to drive, like, all the way back to his place? Like, you got down the road. You got away from the cop. Throw the body in the back of the van. But he continues to drag it. Sure. And then the well, rain- he does that one where he walks through the whole thing and he's like walking through the motel like up yeah. to the, like the second level just with a body over his shoulder you're like dude what are you doing like and then he the rain comes and washes away the blood and he's like like a silent prayer like it's like stupid like writing and it's like that's another one so same thing um after his was it his first kill it was it was his first kill um jeffrey Dahmer. it was the same thing he cut up that guy and he had him in trash bags in the back seat of his car and it was like two in the morning and he got pulled over by a cop, and he was drunk driving. And the cop's like, where are you going at 2 in the morning? He's like, oh, I couldn't sleep. Uh, these are just, like, lawn clippings. I was doing some, like, yard work. And he's like, I was just going to take them to dump. And the cop was like, how drunk are you right now? And he's like, uh, and he's like, I want you to turn around and go home right now. Like, crazier shit happens, dude. Like, Yeah, I don't, I don't know, dude. It's... I don't. I don't feel like. I don't feel like this is a serial killer. I feel like this is just a guy who wrote a story about a serial killer, but didn't actually study what serial killers do. Yeah. And you're right too. A part of me, because of the, the the conversations he does have with Virgil, a part of me kind of thought maybe this was like 
a story he's telling yeah. and it's not really actuality of like how things went. Like maybe he really is like I fa- loved, fabricating yeah. a lot of it. At like, the end of the thing, he didn't kill anyone and he was just a pussy. That's or that, like, yeah. yeah, cool dude. <laughs> like you fucking shocked me so much there, bud. You shocked me so much there, <laughs> bud. <laughs> Did you know the film had its world premiere at the Cannes International Film Festival on May 14th, 2018? It was reported that more than 100 audience members, including some critics, walked out during the premiere through a six-minute standing ovation followed the screening. Some of the upset audience members continued to condemn the film on social media for its extreme violence and nihilistic tone. Okay. That's what I said. It's like, it's violent for no reason. Like when he puts the knife in her chest and then like yeah. the, the, the part where he's like talking about the cutting off of the titty. I was like, now I know I feel like this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like he cuts, like you would not give evidence. Like this guy would have been caught. You know what I mean? Like he wouldn't be there. Oh, uh, we got a problem here. I think you got it. You got to loosen that fucking thing and then tighten it back down. Good. Keep talking. Are you good? Vagina lips. I had vagina lips. I know yeah. I do. Very thin <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you found the one thing that i hated about myself <laughs> more more therapy i'm gonna i'm gonna put this on fast forward a little bit more yeah because yeah, like, now he's just talking to the cop and he's bullshitting some more and yeah he's a, he's the it, that's what me and nick were up and we were like he's the cool serial killer like yeah. he's just like so calm and collective I did like that. The cops like searching around and he like takes the body out of the back, throws it in there. And then uh, he's like, she's missing. She went inside. It was like the weirdest thing ever. Like she just like out of nowhere, she was supposed to give me something or, and then she's gone. And the cops like, yeah, he's just dragging it. Yeah. yeah. The blood trail all yeah. the way back to the fucking to, freezer. Yeah. Like you let a breadcrumb and then he's like, oh, rain. Like, would that have gotten rid of all that blood? No. Because blood kind of stains, especially on porous things. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like it's like they're like, oh yeah, the rain washed it away, and I don't think blood would have like came away that for. Especially yeah. like there's like bits of her face. And um, I forgot. So his one buddy when he's when he's trying to get the bullet to make sure it'll go through all six of their heads. Yeah, that's uh Jeremy Davies. So that's Upham. Oh, from uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, he did um. I forget the name of it. I guess it was called Helter Skelter, the movie. He played Charlie Manson, dude. He played it so good. Amazing Charles Manson. Yeah, and you're bringing up that scene, too. And that's the one thing I'm like, well, I kind of want to see him put the bullet through all six of them. I was kind of, that was the one part I was kind of like, yeah, dude, because if I was the serial killer, that's what I'd want to do. I'm like, now we're going to do nine of (laughs) these. Which I don't think that bullet would have, it would have went through maybe four of them. Uh, you can look up with uh, what Hitler did. I forgot what they, how many they got through, but they were like weakened. Because like, re- even though it'll go through, it'll still. It's not going to go in a straight. It's going to fragment. It, yeah. It's, well, not even that. It's going to send it. You hear that too? Where oh, you got shot. It hit their hip and then bounced up into their. You know, it's like bullets. Yeah. You know, skulls are hard. <laughs> well, they they did do that though. Like they were able to kill a certain amount of people and like on the cheap cheap. Like, you know, you know, like when Hitler was like killing people, dude, he probably came up. The one Jewish guy's like, did you know you could actually save some money yeah. if you've lined us up in a row? Basically. It's like, why the fuck are you doing it? Something because he just strangled the, the the blonde woman. Yeah. For some reason, did this happen to you too? A couple of times when he was like attacking people, I kept seeing that guy. I kept picturing that guy who's online of like, this is how you disarm somebody with a gun. Oh, yeah. And he does like, he always has <laughs> like a the quick, toy. Yeah. yeah he'll always do some weird. Yeah. Like what? The self-defense shit. Yeah. yeah. He's just carrying a body like all around. Does she have cancer or something? Is that what they were trying to convey yeah. to? Like not only that, but he'll go for the sick. He'll go for the strong. Dexter. He'll go for, yeah. It's like, 
He only kills the bad people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to take... Bill Baird does a yeah. great bit on that. He's like, no, we're going down to the fucking station. He's yeah. like, we're not doing that. You only kill the bad people. All right, tell the cop what you did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, yeah, he wel- like he's an expert welder, too. Like He just can do anything. Because he's an architect, Keith. Tom, I'm an electrician. Doesn't mean I'm Frozen pizzas. In a yeah. pizzeria. It would have been great if he's like eating a pizza and he develops his own film and then he sends the the pictures in almost like yeah, the, what, yeah, because uh, he acted. Sta- yeah, he starts like what is he? He goes by a stupid name too, doesn't he? I don't even know what the name was. And then like that, the Wrangler that, that, or some that stupid other thing shit? too with the fucking negative where he's like, uh, I learned a long time ago when I was a kid when I was developing photos that the light is actually the negative side of like behind there. There's every oh, shadow or shit. something, yeah. and he's like talking about it. And I'm like. All right, I'm checking out. Like, dude, I'd rather watch like the Smurfs movie or something like that. Like, yeah, what's Gargamel some, some, yeah, up to? Some of uh, some of the chatter with Virgil, you're a little just like, just mute it. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. yeah, you kind of feel douche. It's, it's got that Boondock Saints feeling where you're like, you're so fucking cool, dude. No <laughs> one can fucking stop you. Play the music now, dude. Yeah. Like fucking go in and just fucking kill, kill, kill. Show me the fever. <laughs> I always said like, um, yeah, just ran an old lady over. For some reason, I always again because I'm I'm a sick puppy. Um, every time I hear that One Direction song, I always think of like something like this, where it's like, "Baby, you light up my world." Oh, I always picture some dude with like a real pretty girl tied up, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, we're, the it's... way you flip your hair." Like, it's yeah, like, like it's like completely opposite of what the song means. You don't know you're mean. beautiful, yeah. and he's like rubbing the knife on her face, <laughs> and she's like mascara they've, running tape over her mouth. I don't they, know why they've done like, that in a couple of different movies where it's like they fucking put on like music that doesn't fit, and it makes it so much better because it's like you combine that with it where you're like, hey, yeah. you know, it, normally you would have like some crescendos of music where you're like, like someone's going to kill you. But like when you put it like a happy song, it's like, welcome to Sesame Street. Yeah. Like and you're fucking stabbing someone in yeah, the like chest. Like hip to be square in American yeah. Psycho oh, yeah. or just yeah. whacking yeah. them with a yeah. fucking axe. Yeah. Hey, hip Paul. to be square. <laughs> working out most every day. <laughs> Did you know? The house that Jack built was originally announced as an eight-part miniseries in September 2014 when the completed version of Nymphomaniac Volume 1, Nymphomaniac Volume 2 premiered at the Venice Film Festival, but in February 2016, Lons von Trier uh, announced via a David Bowie-themed video on his official Facebook theme that the house that Jack built would be the next theatrical release due to theaters in 2018. Yeah, that was the thing I was reading is that they were saying like they like because he did three movies prior to that and right. then they felt like that because again that whole movie is like the woman who's the necrophiliac and she has like a like a psychiatrist or something that's right. just always judging her and all this other stuff and they're like yeah he's like this director's really trying to like be like fuck you critics you'll never understand how complicated of an artist I am like and they feel like that's why this movie too is also kind of like that he like lost money too like hold on I, that's the one thing I didn't go to. Like how much? How much do you think the budget was? And I think it's in. Uh, oh, the budget on this is cheap. It's got to be. Yeah, yeah. Take take a guess. Um, I'm gonna say maybe two million. It's 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 a little bit north of that. Five. Uh, a little bit more. It's nine point nine million was the budget for this movie. And I'm assuming. And I'm what, guessing Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman and, <laughs> and fucking Matt Dillon probably both got like two mil each. Yeah, like something like that. But it made in the box office five point six million dollars. <sighs> Yeah, it's like a hard hit, and it's like, but it's like almost like the director would have been like, it doesn't matter. I put my, I put my film out there. Yeah, I don't care. Like I got my vision out there, and it didn't matter that it didn't do well. I still am glad that I love the movie, and it's like, yeah. My my problem with that is, is like I'm. 
I'm okay with people uh, trying really hard and like, you know, you have a dream and you want to put something out there. But I, the other side of me says is like, if it's so good or if it was meant to be that people would like it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, just because it, it's like, it's almost what you say if you fail at something is that like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. I got my vision out there and nothing really matters. And like, to me, if it's like supposed to be, and it's supposed to be like, uh, yeah. like you're like, oh yeah, it's a good movie. Then it would do well. It would do it would, well. But that, you, that even happened. after the fact, like cult classics do that. Like it's a good movie in theaters. It just didn't get the audience. And then like, after the fact, everyone's like, I fucking love that movie. That's the best movie ever. Like it's one of my favorites. And, I don't feel like that with this, yeah, dude. Carry us for a second, because you, you it, actually bring up an excellent point. So yeah, budget's fucking shitty. Fucking Matt Dillon did a good job, but he fucking sucks penis. How about that? <laughs> did you know in the scene where Jack is first using photos in the mirror to mimic human expressions and emotions, one photo shows a man who looked terrified while his eyes were being held open. This photo was being ta- uh, was taken in 1862 by Dr. Uh, G. B. Uh, I don't know how to say that. Dushani. Dude, what the fuck? Just Dr. GB. That's all I'm going to say. GB. Yeah. And titled Fright Mixed with Pain Torture. The original photograph is now part of the Wagstaff Collection at the Getty Museum. Ah, okay. So the point you brought up was, is something very similar. Is maybe that's what you were saying, like the director and sometimes like a writer, they just want to get like a movie created to be like, hey, whether it fails or it succeeds, like I wanted to kind of get it out there. There's a movie, and again, it's one of those things... I think a lot of people can relate to it a little bit because we kind of all know somebody that goes through it, but it's starring, um, who's James Franco's brother? Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, James Franco. Dave, Dave, Dave Franco. Franco that's it's it. called Six Balloons, and it's basically just all about him being a heroin addict. Okay. And it's like a very dry kind of movie where it's like basically it, the whole movie is supposed to be the duration of like one night where like the sister is like with the family and they get a call and they're all like, Oh fucking Rudy, Rudy's calling again. Rudy's like, on heroin. like he's sick. He's sick. Yeah. He's sick. And all this other stuff. And he's kind of telling like, you know, his sister, like, Hey, like, I'm just, I'm really sick. Like you got to help me out. Like take me to this part of town. And then like, you know, he's like withdrawing from the heroin. So he's like shitting himself. He's got like crazy diarrhea. Cause he can finally shit right. the opioids are leaving his yeah. system. And he's like, you got to go up to this guy and you got to get six balloons and all this other stuff and then he's like I don't have anything to shoot up with like go into the pharmacy and buy like this type of syringe for me and stuff like that and here he has like a daughter and stuff like that so the the sister's trying to help him out because he's in pain and he like is using like like, toilet water to like shoot up and stuff like that and then it's like the whole first half of the movie he's like sick and being like ugh and then he shoots up and then all of a sudden like the color of the film changes and he's all vibrant and alive and he's like Playing with it's his cool daughter. To have heroin. No, because now he's yeah. normal. Now yeah. he's he feels normal because he's not sick from yeah. like the withdrawal and stuff. And like the end of the movie is like a whole thing of being like, I'll go, like I'll go to rehab. And the sister's like, No, this was the last time. That like the only, I realize now the only way for me to help you is for me to like cut you out of my life. Like good luck to you, like type of thing. And it's supposed to be like that heart wrenching. Like every family's gonna feel this. Yeah. You got that brother, that sister, that mom, that dad. That's just that junkie this is the only way you can get it through to them like you know what i mean and it's that's what i'm saying and it's like and it's fucking i, I you like know the I mean? black like snake. Dave franco like yeah. he he's a pretty i mean not as much as james but like still like you know and I, he probably i think you're right i think the director whoever did that film just wanted to get that out there to be like it's a real raw thing and you know it's not all the hollywood flash and shit it's like it's I, the I, message i wanted to get out there like and the and problem it's like, is is like you if you miss on that that uh that conviction of like you put that message out there and you miss on it, you just look your whole film sucks. 
Yeah. It just sucks. Like, it doesn't, like, like if you put something out there and you're like, I need to get this message out there, and it has some, like, hard-hitting values in it to where you're like, okay, yeah, I can understand that. Or, like, I felt something right there. You know what I mean? When I watch movies, I have a feeling of emotion. This movie, my emotion was, like, it was, like, eye-rolling. It was, like, I don't even want to watch it. Yeah. Like, it, well, well, I told you, too, like... Um, this hunting this hunting scene you're bringing up, I'm yeah. like, this is fucking but, stupid, dude. Yeah, like, and he's just, like, he's rambling about nothing. Because what's the worst... What's, what's the one thing that would turn everyone... And, like, a serial killer kind of thing. Like, yeah, everyone... Uh, when there's a serial killer and he kills women, they're like, oh, man, thank God he finally caught him. But when they fucking... Or ones that are killed kids and shit, it's like... This is the part that I hated. That he's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I need to kill kids now because that'll shock you. Yeah, and, and that's then creepy. The picnic, and then, yeah, yeah, like he's got to do a whole picnic. And then and she's like, "What's that. your favorite color?" I would have been like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like I'm gonna fucking try to kill you. Like yeah. I don't understand. Like to me, you just lost everything. Why are you letting that man stand there and even shock value? Like I'm gonna fucking try to come at your throat. It's, it's, and rip, yeah, but leave, I mean, leave a scratch on his face. Leave a scar. Stumping, you will yeah. remember me. Yeah, something. <clears throat> that's how I feel about it. And then I'm like, dude, like I, I hated it, dude, where he's like, all right, got to kill a kid. Yeah. There, there, there's something with that too. Cause I agree with you. Like that's why it's easy for me to sit here and be like, Oh, if I was in that situation, I'd fucking, you know, Hadouken and yeah. fucking, but I think you can read enough between the lines of just being like, I'm fucking dead regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like... Like that girl, when he ties her up... Like, yeah. They, they say one of the number one things, like, you get in a vehicle with uh, anyone that's, like, trying to uh, grab you or anything, your chances of survival went from staying outside of the car and screaming and creating a confrontation. Like, once you get in that car, I think it's, like, 85% is like a uh, right. fatality. So they always tell you, that's when fight, they say, fight, scream, fight, fight, make yeah. noise, do something. Because if you make it be known, even if you are that person's last victim, you will make sure that no one else is. Yeah. And, and we were talking about that too, like a few a few episodes ago where I brought up to you the whole thing about how they- The have... Trump hats that were wearing. Make, make it's like, I'm a fucking liberal, dude. I'm going to fucking blow your brains out because Biden ain't winning right now. Yeah. But it was- um something very similar where it was um like that show I survived and right. it was like the crazy stories of like oh yeah I was kidnapped for like a week and similar to what you were saying it's like he'd be like you know he just he showed me a knife and told me to get in the car and I was just so scared and I just remember thinking in my head if I just if I just do what he says he'll let me go and it's like some people do it dude yeah. and I, I mean I agree with you I don't get it one fucking bit I'm like no fuck that I'm dead regardless so I'm not going to make it easy for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this, uh, dude, it's just like, Oh my God. Yeah, shooting the kids. Blam. Yeah. And he goes for the older one and then he shoots the kid's leg off. And then I know they have them frozen later on with the kids. And then the can picnic. you, can you, what, what the fuck was he doing when he kills them all? And then he like, does like, what is that? When he gets all the bushes and stuff and makes a big square. What is that supposed to mean? The, the blind. It, no, when he like these two people right here are the the people uh, picnicking and everything like that, right. and then he gets the bush, makes a giant square, and then like aligns their bodies with a bunch of dead crows. Do you remember that part? No, I must like, have missed that like, part. Like, hold, on, I'll fast forward to it because like I didn't get it at all, and like I was trying to figure out why it was happening. I'm like, what is what is going on here? She's like, feed your son, feed him some apple pie. Like, f come on, dude, yeah. come on. Yeah, and he's like, pick a number. Pick a number between... I would have been like, infinity. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, well, I can't kill you. Yeah. And then he, they're like, all right, more cue cards. And then she gets shot, and then he can't find her, and then he shoots her in the back. 
like I want to know when he shoots her in the back too. Do you, can you see the Where where's the thing you're talking about? Oh, it's coming up. He, okay, yeah. So after he kills her and then he goes down to try to find her body, he's like almost he's like I'm a hunter. I'm tracking the blood because I can't find them and then he like puts their bodies in like some kind of order and cuts bushes down and yeah, makes like a see. square. I must have missed this part. So, yeah, probably I think right around this yeah, she's in the ditch, and he shoots her in the back. And then, look, he's got the, a bunch of dead birds. Look. And then, like... He Probably d- something with one of the visual things. Dude, it's right, so stupid. It's that. stupid, dude. Like, I don't get it. All right, so he has the... All right, so it's the evergreen. He lined up a bunch of dead crows. And then he has the three... And then he puts their hats on them. And, like, what is that... What is that supposed to mean? I, I don't know. Is it a dollar bill or something? Like, that's the serial numbers? Like, that's what I think. I'm like, what's going on there? No, it's more, it's staging, I think. But I don't understand the need for it. Did he sh- why? Uh, there's he no doesn't ra- do this in any other part. That's part of what he's talking about, is that he, in his head, thinks, maybe, I'm just guessing, that that's this is supposed to be the artsy-fartsy part of, like, he's not just, I didn't just murder my girlfriend and her two kids. This is all the art piece that I, I created. Needed to, I needed to make something out of it. So, I mean, again, I don't think there's a rhyme or reason to it, but I agree with you. It's kind of And then he also says this thing about, <laughs> I was like, you fucking dumbass. He's like, I can't have a single wrinkle in the bed. Anything you touch and sit on instantly creates a wrinkle. Yeah, it creates a crease. Like, us as human beings, if you touch, like, me and you being friends created a wrinkle that will, like, you know what I mean? It's not just, like what you touch and what you lay on there's a wrinkle that human beings lay in everything so when he's like i have a sheet and i can't have a single wrinkle on it, it's like you're never laying down you're never (laughs) touching that bed you're never doing anything you're just sitting there like or standing there looking at the bed and like i I don't know i i I can't i can't do this i think this like just i hated this movie where like worse than any movie like worse than dragon ball dude (laughs) i'm telling you like i really did not get the vision of this and i don't know if that's just me. it's one of those movies i feel like you you gotta watch it a few times if you're gonna fully digest the entire thing and that's just tough it's like there it is how about this buddy hey jack when you build a house you're supposed to start with the fucking foundation wood just doesn't sit on a fucking open field and that's what it was like i i agree with you i felt like it was a struggle to get through this and then i'm like i think i understand it enough I don't need to go back and watch it three I or four think, times. What I like, think it is, is it's trying to be, the movie's trying to be something so much more and try to like just shock you. Not just shock you, but like it's trying to convey a message that like you can instantly figure out in like five seconds when watching this movie. It's like, it's not that deep. You know what I mean? It's not where... Mr. Sophistication, that's yeah, what that's it was. A, Fucking stupid ass. Yeah. Name. So to me... what I say? The Wrangler? Yeah, the, rag- <laughs> the Jeep Wrangler. I- He's a cowboy. The red band man. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I would have dug that Mr. Sophistication. Jesus. Like what? Yeah, see, look, that has a foundation. How come the other house that they bulldozed didn't have any uh, foundation there? You know what I mean? Like, he's got a floor there. So he wasn't a very good architect, was he? No, it's because he's he's so... Because that's not the house he was supposed to build, Tom. He needed to build the body. He wasn't... Yeah, he wasn't supposed to... Could you imagine... You know what my doorbell is? This dude's dong. (laughs) Slap the dong. Could you imagine, like, his neighbor's coming up, and he has a house full of bodies, and they're like, your house is starting to stink, Jack. Mm -hmm. Like, that would have been cool. Like, something like that, like, Verge. Hey, I'm just here to talk to you. 
I fucking suck. Um, this is a stupid movie. Sorry. Uh, the, did, the blonde's coming up, right? Yeah. Did you know Kirsten Dunst was approached for a role in the, in the film, but mm-hmm. chose not to move forward with the project? Mm. If Kirsten Dunst she is did, turning you down. She did one of his films already. Yeah. One of the ones before the necrophilia. and the, so it, where, She was still young. She was like right around before or after she did uh, Bring It On, the cheerleading movie. Yeah. Because she's still young. Okay. And uh, same thing, like he, the the director guy, he likes a lot of weird visual shit. Was like, it you? Was it you that hated uh, Kirsten Dunst? Yes, because <laughs> crazy beautiful, yeah, beautiful the fuckers and her, like you ruined she's just everything. A, she's just trash. She's just a trashy I, fucking. See, I, I think she's okay. I don't like see where like she's amazing. I thought she what was good at Interview with then? the Vampire. I loved her. Well, yeah, she, yeah was she was a little was fucking girl. Good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was real little. Uh, Spider Man. She was in there with Tobe Maguire. And oh, right, yeah. she wasn't great in that either. Uh, Bring it on again. You brought that one up. I'm trying to think of other ones. I com- I always confused her as a child with the girl from uh, Jurassic Park. Nah, yeah, they look just weird. in that movie. I was like, that's Kirsten Dunst, right? That's it's Kirsten like, no, Dunst. that's just some weird blonde chick, dude. Like, that's not even that's not even the same fucking girl. Yeah, I found grumpy. It, I found, it was, <laughs> come on, dude. That's <laughs> kind of funny looking though. I know it's like it's like a Ronald McDonald thing. Like, dude, it's so. St- and then he's waving to it. And he's like, oh, it's <laughs> it's perfect. Like, yo, that kid is high as shit, dude. When he died, he was smoking spliffs. The fourth yeah. incident. Yeah, like he's going over, and apparently, what I was reading is, is that if you like the whole Dante's Inferno thing, this is like the seven layers of hell. So it's like he's leading up to his big finale. Is there is seven like, incidences, or is there six? There's. I, I felt like there's there was, not nine. I know that, I or felt, maybe it's the six rings of hell. I, I don't. Know I felt like I don't a, know Dante's Inferno. Yeah, I felt like I felt like it wasn't like that much. Uh, the title refers to this is the house that Jack built uh, nursery rhyme, which uses uh, the cumulative tale technique in which events are progressively narrated, leading to an end where the interlinking becomes obvious. This is not the story of building a house, but as the story progresses, the house is connected with all the other events, uh, characters and objects is a very surprising way. The rhyme was first published in 1755 and the nurse uh, true loves New Year's gift or the book of uh, books for children in London. Hey, guess what? It's yeah, he's OCD, but he's like not clean shaven. Like yeah, yeah they, 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 somebody with yeah. OCD, he, he would fucking his shoot face would be the, the same exact be, way. Yeah, yeah. he'd shoot himself in the head before letting fucking scruff grow. Yeah, he would pluck all this. His hair would be fucking immaculately like. What is that? What, and what's up with this? What's up with? And there's this a lot of the she red, the red robe, the yeah, red van, the red, the red phone. phone. Like wait, she, she doesn't like. She's like a gorephobic or something. Her, I don't remember. Afraid of people or something because he like talks to her on the phone. She's like, I can't look at you. Like I, I didn't understand. Yeah, it. she can't communicate with people verbally or some shit. So that's why he's doing the whole thing through the phone. Right. I, I don't know. I don't. And then know. yeah, this is where he does the whole screaming bit, right? Yeah. Where he's like, Ah, help me! Yeah. Help me! Yeah. Ah. Yeah, it's I don't I don't understand. And he's like, it. just whips it out, and he's like, now suck. Yeah. Me. How about this? I'll help you. You can leave. If you can fucking suck my penis, suck my penis. And an hard. OCD person probably would never drink either. By the way, yeah, it, like they would avoid alcohol at all costs because it would cause them to not be their normal self. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, sloppy. And that's, oh my like, God. that's the exact if, opposite of what they are. If Mason doesn't stop playing fucking basketball upstairs inside the house, it's probably I'm kill my myself. son. No, it's not. It's probably my I son. I know. I love that he's like drawing on her. T- I, I knew it once I saw her face, too. Yeah, the dotted like, lines. You yeah. knew he was cutting them off. I know, but when I saw her in the part of the movie, 
I knew that her tits were coming out. I just don't know why. You know when you see an actress that's planted in there? Yeah. Where you're like, yo, she's getting naked. That's the only reason you know she's what, in dude? here. You're, you're right, because there's <laughs> a lot of movies where I know something weird's about to happen. It's like a sixth sense of mine. Yeah. It was like when I was watching um, The Rules of Attraction. Yeah. When our guy, uh, oh, shit, what's his name? The one who wasn't Marty McFly. They fired him. Oh, yeah. Eric yeah. Stokes. Uh, yes. When Eric Stokes takes that chick back, and I'm like, he's going to make her suck his bird. And then, <laughs> lo and behold, dude, dude whips it out. He's like, yeah, this will help your GPA. And I'm like, I fucking knew yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, dude. It's it's like you see her face, and she's like, she was a pretty face, and she has nice boobs. That's why she was Nice boobs. And then she said, she's like such a I'm going to make a wallet too. out of one of these boobs, too. Yeah, yeah, dude. When he pulls out the money, I'm like, oh, my God, dude. That was where I was like, oh, of course, this is why I yeah, like, like this movie, dude. Yeah, and then like, you could clearly see the nipple. I would have been like, yo, is that a tit wallet, dude? That's it, wallet? <laughs> but I would think it was fake or something. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. You see people driving around with the trucks that got balls hanging yeah. from them who say they're not what, real yeah, what, balls. Yeah, what happens? They should have did that in the van where, like, one of his victims, he cut off his balls and, like, I was like... But think about that. What if you actually did that? What if I just, like, cut somebody's head off and just hung it from my bumper and drove around? How long until you think somebody actually would be like, yo, that's a real fucking head? I, I don't know. It, a I while. Guess, I guess if you did it during Halloween... No, you just did it in general? Oh, if you did it in general, I think more I people... I give it a week. Uh, I think it would. I think it would go a lot quicker because you would see there's certain people that are like, "Yo, I think that's a real head, dude." Like, or there's certain people that call the cops on you for nothing. Do you know what I mean? You know, um, like yeah, maybe. I, I, if you did it during Halloween, I think I feel like when you steer into it, you get away with things a lot longer. It's like the guy that goes into like and just grabs something off the shelf and just walks out, like nobody notices. But it's like the guy who's like creeping around. And he's being like real careful. They're like. This dude's gonna steal something. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you just go in and just like no nonchalantly. Attitude. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing of toilet paper, just go in, grab it, just walk out with That's it. What underneath they do in your San arm. Francisco, dude. Yeah, believe me, that that fucking hell. That them in New York are just going bomb, down fast. bomb that whole fucking city. Did you hear? Did you hear? Like uh, they're saying truckers are refusing to go to New York City. Yeah, I don't blame them. Deliver goods. And then not only that, but uh, real estate agents, because of the stuff that's going on with Trump, because he's being, because they're like, that happens across the There she is. If you go back, that's the movie Kirsten Dunst was in. Oh, which one? Oh. Where she's sitting on the hill with the kids under the sticks. That's her. Yeah. So uh, what what I was saying, though, before I get too off, but what Donald Trump did is he said, hey, my building's worth this much. And they're like, no, it's not. Here's your money right there. And every real estate agent does that. Yeah. So like they say, hey, my ha- my building's worth this, and the bank's like, nah. But here's your loan of this amount, and then they pay that ma- amount back, and the bank makes money. Yeah, the same exact thing happened with him, and now they're they're like, oh, well, you owe four hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, and this is the dude. That's a, is that the dude from Jeremy Fun- Davies? Yeah, okay, yeah, was, he's in a he's in a uh, which call it, isn't he? Uh, uh, with an R, where the fucking Wendigo. He's the Wendigo. The he no, uh, not the one we watched. Scary stories to tell in the dark. No, 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 no. The Wendigo where no. Oh, uh, Ravenous. Ravenous. He's ra- He's the fucking one. He dude was licking like, me. He, he's he, is he, that him? Yeah, that is him. Wait. That's dude. That is him. I'm telling you, because he's like, help me, please, he was yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. dude. I'm telling you, that's him. He was. This guy's an idiot too. You know, I'm still just as quick as. Oh, that's yesterday. where he got. Yeah, that's where he got the robe. Okay. Yeah. And then the church's like, you caught him or something like that. And then he turns around and stabs him cop. in the fuck. Yeah. Or yeah, he stabs him in the head. Yeah, he the stabs t- him. He, him like right here he stabs throat. him, but the cop, he's yeah. like, oh, you caught him. Like, and then he just fucking winds up and blasting him because he's trying to get the. Full well, now he knows. He, yeah, now he knows he's caught. And he, he's like, this is like my big. 
my big last kill or whatever, like because he wants to. He lined basically six guys up. He wants to use this high power rifle. And the one guy was in the and military. And he wants the bullet to go through all. Yeah, and the guy right away was he's like, like that "Those bullet. are hunting rifle, hunting rounds, or something like that." And then he's like, "Do wait, this isn't Full Metal Jacket." He's like, "You know, it's not full." And he goes back and gives the the guy, a, yeah, a bunch of fucking shit. And when he gives him shit, he and he uh, notices something's up with him. He's yeah. like, ah, I know yeah. we're He's friends like, and all. Be, I'm gonna need to see ID and everything like that. I'm telling you, that has to be the dude. He was licking me. He was in Black Phone. Was he? The fucking I, I, the kid with the phone in the basement. Oh, is he in that? He was the dad. He was the drunk dad. Yeah, he was the yeah. drunk dad. That's right. Yeah, he's. He, I like. I like him. He's. He does play that part pretty well. But I'm telling you, he's from. He's in Ravenous, dude. I'm, I, I'm looking it up. I'm now. fucking. I'm guaranteeing that I'm shit. Looking it up, bro. As regards to the Helter graphic, Skelter, that's uh, where he's Charlie Manson. Yeah, yeah. He looks like Charles Manson too. Yeah, uh, a little. As regards to the graphic violence contained Ravenous, in the film, that was him. Lars von Trier. I knew it, dude. Uh, thinks that it's necessary to show to show him if for him the idea that the pain is worse if you only see it in the eyes of the man who's being stabbed is bullshit. It's an attempt at being tactful. It's an excuse for he doesn't think. He doesn't think anything in any movie requires excuses. See that there it is right there. He hold on. He, that's that's right there tells me that this director it's like he was like, oh, what we were talking about were the serial killers and stuff like that. The entire thing, like, oh, he has a type. He does this kind of stuff. He says that right now, he's like, oh, well, you don't require any kind of excuses in the film. I'm going to make the film the way I want to make it. Right. And it doesn't fucking matter. And, like, that doesn't uh, usually equate to success. It's like when you have, like, someone like Christopher Nolan that's like, I'm going to make the movie the way I want to make it. You know it's going to be well, a look, fucking banger, there, dude. There, like, there's movies I've watched, and that's just not... Like I can get behind certain movies, um, and you're kind of just you're you're, in, you're along for the ride. And but again, it's like you, you walk a very fine line doing that because, like I said, there, there's some movie, and I for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it. Um, with Willem Dafoe, where it's basically this weird movie where him it's and like his, the lighthouse one. No, him and his wife were fucking in the shower, and it's like it's basically like an X-rated movie because there's like actual penetration. Like he actually fucked whoever he really? was in this movie with. Um. And uh, their kid got out of their climbed out of the crib and then fell out the window and died. So the wife has like crazy weird anxiety, and her only way of coping with her anxiety is to like physically hurt herself. So she'll like headbutt the toilet until like she like breaks her nose or, or something like that. So he's a psychiatrist, so he's like trying to be psychiatrist to his wife. And I, I honestly don't even remember all the movie, but like they end up going into like the woods, like into the forest where there's just a cabin in the middle of nowhere. And then her new thing becomes with coping with her anxiety is she's become addicted to just sex. So she just wants to fuck him all the time. Oh, hell yeah. And then he's trying to be like, you're fucking sick. Like you got to work through like your feelings or whatever. And it gets to a point she starts to become like super violent where she's like, like pulling a knife out on him. And she's like, fuck me, dude. Like, and all this other stuff. So like at one point he's trying to help her. And he's like trying to like restrain her, and she like takes like a like a like an old wrench and smashes his balls, and he fucking blacks out from the pain, and he wakes up to her like jerking him off, and he comes blood like everywhere, and it's this weird fucking movie. You're like, and eventually he has to end up like killing her, and then he's just like strolling through the forest, and he's all fucked up, and he's like, oh, and he like kind of looks up the ridge, and he's like kind of like climbing up the ridge like with his arms broke his legs all fucked up and he's like climbing and the camera does like a slow pan out and people are just coming out of the ground like naked people are just coming out of the soil and they're all like this and that's how the movie ends and you're like what what the fuck was that about like you know what i mean so it's like again sometimes directors it's like you said they just don't give a fuck they're like 
This movie I basically just wanted for me and like people that are like in my world that get it and know what this is I'm about. O- like, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with certain. He's still in- just talking to Virgil, who's yeah. this old guy. Certain, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm okay with certain instances of like directors doing that, but like, what are you? Who are you making the movie for? Are you making the movie for yourself? Or are you making it for people? It's just it, why are you making the movie? Like because I, I again, get into that it, argument he all thinks the time. there's going to be if. There's a million people that watch the movie and only ten people get it. They're happy with that. Yeah, but see, I'm not like, and I'm not, and I'm also not making a movie. I built my house yeah, out of bodies. I know, dude. And I'm also not making. Uh, if I was making a movie, I wouldn't be making it to appease people either. But like, there's a certain line that you have to like step and say like, "Hey, man," or like. It, is this going to be okay? Are people going to like artists, this, dude? Artists, like, people that take this shit real seriously. That's the thing about, like, if you're a painter or something like I get that because art can be very abstract where it's like you or can subjective draw. right and yeah. it's just like you know you you could literally do you could just splash some paint on it and you're like this is all about the fucking nutrition and how it's ruining the world and the generation after us is fucked and you're like cool like I, mean, I don't get that at all but yeah. if that's what you're telling me it is like I get it like I feel like directors run into that trap too where it's like they want to put such an art piece together that it's like you lose everybody entirely by doing that it's like not to cut you off but tom this part this part cracked me up too it's like the the police or whoever is like coming in on uh jack they're like they're like we know this guy's a serial killer and they're like uh using a torch to get through the window the the door they cut like instead of like cutting a door that a person can walk through they cut like a little fucking mail door like a slot and then instantly a gun pops in yeah. and start shooting yeah out. i was like dying during that because like me and we were like yeah 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 because that would happen like the first thing they're like just randomly shooting here we don't know if he still has people right. alive like they didn't try to get in there they were like just get enough for a gun we got to stop this dude right away yeah and then like um so this whole bit here is like he's taking him to hell i was okay with this like so uh that part, that part, when he when he takes him to hell, okay, and I knew I knew something like this was gonna happen as I was watching a movie, but when he's the 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 cave part that I was making fun of, I actually thought that was kind of cool, where they're yeah. going underwater. There's a painting though, is somewhere it's coming up. There's an actual painting of Dante's Inferno, and that's why they insisted on the the red robe. Is because uh, in the painting, that's where they're like on the water on the boat, and yeah, like, like the bubble, the... like. <laughs> Terrible, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> what is this like Dragon Ball? Like what what is going on here? You stole fizzy lifting <laughs> drinks. <Yeah. laughs> you broke the rules and you don't have to submit your everlasting gobstopper. That's what that looks like. Yeah. Bro. Like right here. I thought this was cool when they're in the underwater cave. And now it's like Blair Witch style. Yeah, like it's like instantly they're I know what happened. They're like, "All right, take those two director or those two actors, bring them to this cave and then we'll go underwater and like, oh yeah, it's You know what this is? Dude, there's this really awesome cave that I want to film in. Yeah. But we got to find a reason to film in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened. And then they're like, yeah, like, like <laughs> we're breaking into the scene. Where's we're... the treasure, Virgil? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, both of them right there are just like, I fucking hate this part of the movie. I didn't want to be in an underwater cave for thousands of years. And that the sound he says, you think that hell sounds like a bunch of people screaming. It's actually that. The silent. Yeah like that noise i'm like okay cool dude and they this was cool i thought this was cool because uh most people won't see that that the, when they get into uh them like drilling into the ground they did that in russia so what they did is a lot of people were trying to drill and see how far they can get in there it's crushed uh-huh. and so 
uh, they always went big. So everyone went a big hole, like a diameter of a couple of feet, and then tried to dig that hole. What Russia did is they dug a hole about, I think it was like six to eight inches across uh, like diameter. Like a coffee can? Yeah, yeah, it was like a coffee can size, and that, and they just kept sending it down, and they got to a certain point where they just stopped because you literally can't break in that far because we didn't have the technology. Yeah. So I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> like, and again, too, I, we, and, and we I, talked about this on previous episodes. Like, I kind of liked this a little bit because right. I like when you don't do, like, I like different versions of things. Like, so this is supposed to be hell. It's not. Is that bodies? Is that what that is? They're like arms kind of moving, or they're the roots are moving. They look like hands. Okay, arms. but that's what I'm saying. It's like it's not all fire and brimstone. You know what I mean? It's like I appreciate certain things. That, that hell, it, but they also look down, and then there's lava. They like, but I would that have, was the whole metaphor of like, because it's a bridge. You burned your bridge, like you know. That it's again, some of it was very literal, and I was like, okay. And, and then he tries to climb across. I think, I think we were to Nick. Nick was like, that was my favorite part of the movie. All and you needed I was, was like, a, a straw breaking a camel's back. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean? <laughs> well, Nick, Nick says to me, she's like, my favorite part of the movie throughout the whole entire thing is when he's climbing across the the thing and he just falls and it yeah. ends. So he's yeah. like, that was yeah. my favorite part. She's like, because one, I knew the movie was over, and two, I just liked that he just fell. Not that like they they cut they did that like scene where like from Lord of the Rings where they're like looking down and it's just like it was just like God, God. right there. That that's yeah. a painting. So that's an actual painting of Dante's Inferno that they kind of redid like themselves. Uh, could you imagine being that dude with it's like you got to hold this pose with your ass cheeks against the bone? He's like, I got my finger in your ass. Hell yeah, dude! You got to see this some other more dude's titties. like, I'm gonna tear my taint. <laughs> is, yeah, is the other guy fucking the other guy right there? Like, what's going on? Or that's a short-haired girl that he's fucking. Oh, uh, is that? Is, <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. But uh, so again, I knew all this was kind of something, so that's why right. after I. Uh, kind of did some research into a lot of it and they were saying like a lot of the visual stuff is and that's what it was is that like the door to the freezer was him um unlocking part of his conscience is what right. it's supposed is that because it was it's not so after he does that that virgil like shows himself to him right and virgil's kind of been the voice of conscience trying that's why like he's kind of not I mean, I guess if you want to call it criticizing, he's been criticizing them the whole movie. Like, what you're doing, why are you trying to justify, like, acts of murder? Like, what are you doing? So now that they're together, it's his conscience is finally getting the better of him. So this is all supposed to be symbolic of being, like, he's finally made a breakthrough in his mind, and he's finally, uh, you know... They cut to that, too, where he's, like, a kid in the field, right? And they're, yeah. they're the old farmers doing the fucking... And, again, the bridge. Like, instead of just realizing he burned a bridge, he refuses to accept and falls to hell. Okay. So, it's like, that's what that was all supposed to mean. Because, he, what, he just wants to go and kill someone? Because he's something. just, he's not, he won't accept the fact that he's fucking evil and he's crazy and that what he was doing was wrong. He, mm -hmm. It's his arrogance was his undoing. So, this is his little thing. He's like, oh, you're going to hell, and like now you can't escape. It's his time to atone for it. This is Which all is a it? mental thing of so being like, realize what you're doing was wrong, and what you were doing, and it's like he just, that part of Virgil, his conscience can't get through to him. So, so and I'm, it was his demise. I'm guessing, I'm guessing that, so when he takes him there, like... I think he's he no got longer. shot. I think the cop shot him, him, and okay. he's dead. This okay. is all... So that's where I was going. I was like, did he just disappear? This could be, hey, atone for what you did, because they say that. They say if you repent on death, if you're religious, God will accept you into his kingdom. So I think part of that is like this... You can is... make that jump, dude. What? Why climb around? Has anyone tried to climb around? I could make that Yeah, jump. running start? You can make that. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, fucking Jordan Davis did a nine-foot jump yeah. at the combine standing still. Yeah, 
dude and and then not only that but if you if you were able to time it and run on the edges of the the uh railing right there you're you're another three foot up in the air i mean matt dillon's a tall guy too so i mean uh, he's got a long stride i think he'd make it yeah if not dude i'd rather take the jump fuck you (laughs) (laughs) kills the devil i'm the new devil do not jump over yeah. yeah, see, he's like, he's trying to get him to like... Did, did I bring up that part too with the duck too, dude? That was another thing that they the threw duck. in there. When he's a child and he cuts the duck's foot off and then it's just swimming in the fucking water. No, I missed that part too. The, he, he's like a little kid and he finds a duck and he just takes a pair of scissors and goes like this. and Or shears, like garden shears. Cuts the duck's foot off. The duck's like... And then he just puts it in the water and he's like, yeah, I'm creepy. I'm creepy. I I'm do creepy rando, rando things. Yeah, because he even tells him right there. He's like, "Where's that path go?" And he goes, "That goes out of hell, up and out." So he's like, "Here, here you go, Tom." Did you know Jack cutting off Simple's breast is reminiscent of how Jack the Ripper did the same thing to a prostitute in Alan Moore's graphic novel From Hell? The policeman not believing her story because he thinks that she is drunk and somewhat similar to one of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims who managed to escape his apartment and in an intoxicated state and returned to Dahmer by police. Other similarities to serial killers included faking an injury to appear harmless like Ted Bundy and keeping bodies in a freezer like Richard Kalinske. Oh, okay. So they just basically, basically, he studied like five serial killers. Is like I'm gonna fucking yeah. consolidate them all into one guy. Yeah, and it's like that's he, funny because I gave those examples and you're like, did you know? I'm like, that's <laughs> right, war. <laughs> well, because I'm smart. Yeah, I'm there, man. I know I'm about, not I, stupid. That's one thing I didn't bring up too is like the fascination that people have behind serial killers. It's like some people don't get it and some people do, and it's like I think the reason that people become so obsessed with them is because we follow. It's understanding. We fo- yeah, but we follow a certain. Uh, like rule through our life like you know one i couldn't kill someone unless uh my someone was in danger or like it needed to be done Mm -hmm. uh i wouldn't go out and kill people for the thrill of it you know what i mean so like that's that's what what it is something i don't understand is why i i'm more intrigued by it i guess well that i think that's what intrigued anybody i don't think anybody unless you're another serial killer like you're not appreciating their work you're troubled by do you think a human being, like a human being, that's similar to us, just doesn't function the way we do because we? It's like anything, man. It's like you know, you're a human being that's born with sympathy, that's born with empathy. You have compassion and the understanding and the you know, the value of human life and things like that. Whereas like, there's just somebody that is empty and doesn't have any of that. And then there's also just sick weirdos that were like, yeah, it totally makes me laugh to smash somebody's face in with a hammer. Yeah. Like the sound of skull crashing, it's like just really gets me hard. You're like, what? Like yeah. it's it's the not understanding and just being like, what? Like that's yeah. what intrigues you about it. Like Nick, that Nick has a whole exist. bunch of stuff on that too. But I love I would love it if like smashing like, no, skulls he, with hammers. No, no, no. no. <laughs> he just gets over to there and then he's like hanging and he looks like he's about to fall. But then they uh, which call it? They cut to like a scene and he's like. Actually, I was an expert rock climber when I was a child. And then he like Parkour. Yeah, 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 he like fucking <laughs> runs around to it. it. Yeah. Fucking makes it across. I don't know, dude. All right. You you can go cuz you Yeah, I'll tell, uh, so again, my, I knew I was getting into something cuz like I said, my my brother loves film like this. He 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 really digs a lot of like the weird kind of creepy weird doesn't make any sense kind of shit. Right. Um so I kind of knew going into it, I'm like, this is going to be probably a serial killer movie type of a thing. Um, not something I would think Matt Dillon would want to do. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'll, I'll say like it, it held my interest for a little bit, but I agree with you. I just felt like it was really like they were just 
every day was like, hey, we're just going to film this today. And then while they were driving, they were like, hey, this field's kind of cool. Why don't we just stop and I get br- out and film a scene right here? Like, I, I didn't it just bring felt that up. very directionless, in I my opinion. I didn't bring that up, but they did say that they uh, filmed this movie in two different parts. So they like filmed some and then took a break. And then they uh, filmed again. So, like, I don't know which parts were broken up yeah. because it, it is all over the place, too. Yeah, I mean, again. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to cut no, you No, off. you're fine. I wouldn't watch it again. I didn't, you know, it was like. This again, will be my last again, It's like, again, it's like, ha, yeah. cool. Yeah, whatever. So, like, yeah, I mean, I'll give it like a three. Yeah. So, I'm going to go way lower than that. I fucking hated this movie <laughs> with every part. Like, it's, it, I, my, I winded up hating it so much that I just found more and more things to, like, pick it apart. Sure. And it's like, I could not stand certain parts of it. And I like, and I'm not saying like, if you're a creative mind and you like not to go out there and do the project that you want to do. And then there's like certain ideas. There's certain things that were, uh, drawn, written, done that were breakthroughs and stuff like that. And it's like, I feel like this movie just like, it, I, I could exist without it. Yeah. Like, not even like, and it's like the most interesting thing about this movie is the title. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you 100% on that because I feel like if they made this, somehow found a way to condense this and make this into like a short 30-minute film, yeah. I probably wouldn't have disliked it as much. I just yeah. felt like... It's they, three hours, too. Because, do you remember a while ago um, on Comedy Central, they did a show called Contest Searchlight or yeah, sir, something like that, Contest Searchlight? Where what, for like comedians and shit? It was a mockumentary. And oh yeah, I do remember that with Dennis Leary and all them, and it was basically like their way of being like, because you know you always hear about like the weird shit with show business about how right. much of a fuck show it is. So it's basically all them comedians got together and they're like, hey, we're gonna make like a faux pas like mockumentary of like what it's like when you got to work with a studio and they're like and basically like how you sign up for something and it turns out to be completely not what you did yeah. so originally it was supposed to be like uh like a casting call of writers where they're like hey pitch us an idea of a show and they're like and this one guy shows up and out of everybody that was in there there it basically came down to two people it was like this girl she's like i basically want a show where it's about people living in you know new york we have a gay roommate and all this other stuff and they're like okay and they're like but then jesus shows up and they're like what and then there was another guy. He's like, this is my show. I want to pitch to you. It's called Shoes. It's about how we walk a mile and everybody like everybody walks a mile in different shoes. And, you know, you get to experience. Well, they wanted him to direct the show. But they basically were like, hey, we're not going to do your show, your shoe show. We basically want to take this girl's idea, but we want you to direct it. And the guy's like, but what about my idea? They're like, you're a better director, but we totally like her idea more. And then, like, they show up, they build his set for him. And, again, it's all fake. It's all fake. And it's all like right. he shows up, and he's like, "What? what is this? What is this? He's like, this is friends. I, I don't want friends. He's like, this is supposed to be a New York apartment. Where's where's the dirt? Where's the rusty pipes? And they're like, so basically this guy shows up telling us like, what we built was shit. And then they're, <laughs> they're like, you know, all this other stuff. And then, like, they're going through this whole thing. So, like, the next day, like, the, all the producers are there, the executives. And the guy comes in. He's like, how about we do this? He's like, I want you guys to erect a big cage. He's like, so they're going to be living in a cage because they're trapped in their lives. And they're like, he brought in this like third grade art project. And it, dude, but it's so funny because you believe it. And that's what right. it is. It's like there's some people I think they think everything is like this. Overthink it. Artsy fartsy. Get the message. You know, it. it's yeah. like this character doesn't wear a shirt. Why doesn't he wear a shirt? Because he can't be warmed. He's so cold hearted. They're like, so... You, you, you don't want this guy to wear a shirt ever because you want to convey the idea that he's cold-hearted and he can never be warm? Yes. 
It's like, See, what you, you can just, do that what without being said, a fucking weirdo. What, like, what you just said <laughs> just made me roll my eyes, and that's how I felt this whole movie. So right. I'm going to give it a... That's why I'm saying I felt that, too. It's like, all right, dude, you're, go you're going uh, way off the deep end with this. Like, I'm, I'm giving it a .5, and I give it a .5 just because of Matt Dillon. That's it. It'd be, it's and, like you're trying to do a normal serial killer movie, and it's like, I don't know. It's like, take this same concept where it's about like a serial killer, right? right? And it's like, all right, we're opening up, and it's a guy. He's a serial killer and all this other stuff, and it's like, you know, he's going to be having a conversation with a chicken. And I'm like, what? Yes, he's going to be having a conversation with a chicken. And then when the police arrive, they're actually dri driving giant goldfish. And you're like, wait, wait, what? What's happening? That's so weird. Why? Yeah. Well, you see, you know, goldfish are prizes at a circus. Yeah. And, you know, it's a carnival game. You know, I yeah. just feel like for any human being to be an officer of the law and get to drive in those chariots, it's a prize. Yeah. And you're like, what? Like, hey, it, Tom, it, you just made me roll my eyes right, twice. That's, like you're doing it that's, to me, like... that's what I'm saying. But, like, there are people <laughs> that they're, they're so wrapped up in their own artsy-fartsy bullshit that right. that's what he did. It's like, you're going too far, man. Like, just, just reel, reel it in. Like, get your message across yeah. without being an asshole about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but anyway, I, I'll, like I said, I'll give it a three because there was some nice visual stuff. Um, mm. I, I don't, I don't, point five. Point five? Yeah, that's what it's getting. It's getting my lowest It's rating. getting lowest. I think I've get, I was, I was, I was saying I could give it a negative. I, I could do without ever of watching this piece of shit. I just shit. feel like it's like, this is something that would come out of Kanye's head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. like, but the whole time the police officer, he's wearing a priest's uh, collar thing. <laughs> well, why? Because he's a father. Yeah, the whole time. He's a father the, the, of innocence. And you're like, what? Like, it's just, again, you lose me, man. I'd much rather see a movie where they, like, start off with a main or character. Or, like, Lady Gaga, how she's always trying to tell you yeah. something. She's like, oh, yeah, I bought this $25,000 Gucci purse, but I took a Sharpie and wrote some shit on it. And it's like, yeah. you could have went to Walmart and got a $10 purse. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, I just feel like you lose me when you get to, like, I, you know, I keep saying it. I'm beating the same shitty, drum. Shitty movie. So, uh, <laughs> shitty. Yeah. It just is. It's, uh, it's you, and, um, uh, so we're finally getting to it. Yeah. So next week is going to be Cool World with uh, young Brad Pitt. Bradley so. Deep pits yeah so we're we're gonna do we're gonna do that one then we got some other cool stuff uh coming up after that so pay attention each and every week or we'll fucking Tune in. write a movie and kill you in it the podcast that tommy built <laughs> <laughs> right, get right. us out of here Even better was um remember that cartoon home movies with John McGurk? Yeah, yeah. Brendan? How can I forget that? There's moment. one where Brendan he gets um writer's block and he can't think of a movie to write. So somebody gives him the idea, they're like, Hey, just like write down your dreams and make it into a movie. He's like he's like, Yeah, he's like, I'm swimming, but there's sharks wearing knapsacks chasing me. <laughs> and then Jason's like, I like the knapsacks. <laughs> <laughs> what was but it? Like, That's what it might have been. It's like what? maybe the dude just dreamt this weird shit where he's just like, How about this dude? In built home, a house out of bodies. In home movies, uh, what is it? He's like, you you end every movie like this. It's time to pay the price. It's time to pay the price. That's what it is. It's like every movie, and then they cut through. Like, every, I never use that line. <laughs> it's like it's every movie, to... it's like time to pay the price. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that show, dude. Home Show's movies great. was fucking great, and it's had uh, H. John Benjamin, who's like now before just... he was like Bob's Burgers, before yeah. he was Archer. Yeah, before he. There's a bunch of people that were did like cameo stuff. Like Brendan Small before Metalocalypse yeah. and all that stuff, and. 
That's one Death show Clock that I, I wish would have got a longer runtime because that was so it's good. It's my bread and butter you're yeah. fucking with. <laughs> I say I say that to Dana all the time. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, thought, I did where he's like, uh, you'll be bludgeoned. You did. <laughs> yeah, you do that voice you're like that, oh, that, <laughs> they, dude someone they have some bangers though. Oh, of course they really do. fucking, fucking good, uh dude. oh shit uh mermaid moose the crocky yeah. the lake troll yeah Moose i like the uh the nords one where you can tell that they were talking about like greek god or not greek gods but nord like the uh like thor and shit like that they're like uh and then they have like the mermaider one. It's like mermaider. Yeah. It's like there are no evidence underwater. Yeah. All you get are instruments of pain. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. Fuck it. All right. See you. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. <laughs> <laughs>